everybody, welcome back to Confidently Clueless. It is June 5th when I am recording this right now. And this episode will come out on June 8th. How? When? When are we? How are we almost in mid-June? That's crazy. My birthday is in 20 days. I'll be turning 24 in 20 days. And you know what? I'm actually really excited. I'm not freaking out about it. As of right now, I'm going to be in Norway in the middle of the ocean on a boat. Well, maybe not the middle of the ocean. That was a little bit of an exaggeration. On the coast of Norway, which I'm really excited about. So, I don't know. This is good. I'm trying to, which is something that I actually mentioned this podcast, but I'm trying to retrain my brain and really watch how I talk about my 20s. You know, again, sometimes I just focus so much on the, what am I doing? All of these anxieties, but I'm like, there are so many beautiful things. So, I'm really excited. I get to... I get to be older, wiser, cooler, more realizations. I get to do more things and go on more adventures. So that is what I will be telling myself or at least trying to because of course there's still going to be my freakouts and I'm going to freak out, but I can't be freaking out every day. You know, that's just too much, too much. So anyway, today's episode is really beautiful. I am sitting down with another one of my friends from middle school, high school era, Denim Diaz. She is such a beautiful soul. She and her family really took me in when I moved to the school that she went to. So I will forever be grateful and she is one of my best friends. So I really hope you enjoy the episode. And again, please follow, rate, share it. Your support means the world. Enjoy. Hello, welcome, Denim. <laughs> you just turned 24 like what two days ago yeah yeah literally two days yeah. ago how are you feeling 29. how are you feeling now that you're 24 I feel old but like I feel like my brain is starting to develop a lot more like I I don't know like I feel so calm I usually don't like my birthday because it comes with this like extra anxiety about like oh no like someone's gonna forget my birthday or like what if like you know no one remembers it's like my day and no one wants to like celebrate me it just like comes with this like annoying pressure that like doesn't really matter at the end of the day but like this was like my first year where I was like I don't even care about any of those things like I felt so at peace and so calm and I because of that I was just able to like recognize like how many amazing people I have in my life and I don't know. I just feel like really happy this year. Yeah. Oh my God. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. But I was just thinking about the other day. I'm like, okay, I'm 24. And like my whole thing right now is like, I'm in my early twenties. In when I turn 25, I'm, I can no longer say I'm in my early twenties. Now I have to say I'm in my mid twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's getting like, everything feels like it's getting real now. <laughs> like we're like, officially two years graduated from college okay but it's getting real but it's also fake like that whole idea of like it's getting real and I'm like what is getting real though because nothing if anything like it's interesting because I feel like this time of my life with the podcast everything it's like very much connected to existential crisis um stress feeling panicked overwhelmed but if I really stop and think I'm actually just becoming like a better human, more healthy, realizing what I want, my boundaries. Like I'm like growing in such a positive way to where I was. And I'm like, why aren't you connecting this with positive things? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just like, 
like you said, our 20s are fake. <laughs> I love what you were talking about before, like your first podcast episode about like when we're just like five years old, like in adult years. <laughs> like we're not, yeah. <laughs> like we're just still figuring this out and like it's going to change every single year and it's changing every single day. Like I think of myself like, when I was like 22 or 20 and I like I cringed so hard mm-hmm. and like those were the moments where I was like having like you know these awakenings and I was like oh my god like I am so smart like I'm figuring it out like everything feels like it's so good and then like the next day or like the next year you wake up and you're like oh my god I'm learning so much more yeah um and it feels like it's just like a longer process to also like appreciate where I was before and mm-hmm. also like still think back to myself and like yeah I'm cringing yeah I'm like oh well why did I think like that but also like holding like my past self with like so much love and like realizing like okay like I didn't know back then but like I still need all like the love and support back then and when I think of myself I just want to like you know hug my past self and also just like bring that knowledge that I'm that I have back then to like where I'm going now because Mm -hmm. we're all cringy like I'm cringy right now yep like I know like when I'm like 30 I'm gonna look at this podcast episode and be like damn I'm like what were you thinking (laughs) and it's like that's okay you know yeah yeah that's so true and yeah and like celebrate all of these things and like I have so many beautiful things I was like thinking about it yesterday I'm like I'm always so focused on what's next the things I have to achieve and I'm like you have so much right now and like it is so beautiful and having so many options to do things is such a double-edged sword like and from one side it's so beautiful and like such a privilege and then there's another one that it always leaves your brain open to all of the possibilities and it doesn't let you rest and like you really Mm -hmm. just have to lean into whatever you're doing right now and be okay with that and just like enough you know because then you forget to actually like live your life and how much beauty there is in what's going on right now yeah and that's how like ambition is such like a double-ended sword because like like being ambitious is something that everyone like always praises and it's like oh yeah like everyone should be ambitious you should always like want more and more and more but that's also like capitalism you know poisoning our brains with the fact that we always need so much more than what we already have and it's just like so important to like remain present and as you were saying like just appreciating the now the things that we have like finding like the beauty and like those like things that we deem mundane because at one point like this was everything we wanted mm-hmm. like yes when yes. I graduated college this was exactly the life that I wanted to have and like now that I'm having now that I have it I'm like mm, I need something else like I need something more instead of just being like let me just chill out and yeah. just like appreciate where I am yeah it's like I saw, I think it was a TikTok that a friend sent me. It's like, we're chasing this feeling that we think we want or like this imaginary feeling that we're chasing. And in Christina's episode, we talked about the idea like that we are not fantasies, that, you know, people shouldn't see us as fantasies, but we shouldn't see ourselves as fantasies either because we're always chasing the mm-hmm. fantasy feeling that we create. And yeah. then that makes us like not be happy when you said Fucking capitalism is always like yeah. more, you know, what's the next step in things rather than just like what, like right now, you know, but yeah, I know this has been said many times in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, it actually reminds me. I also watched a TikTok um, and it was also funny, the, your first podcast episode when you're talking about like 
oh, like I read something and it's like, no, I actually just watched like a 60 second <laughs> TikTok I know. it. But this is awful. TikToker, it's awful. Like I, ha- I can't read. Like it is what it is. <laughs> um, but I watched a TikTok and one of my favorite TikTokers, like she's like a sociologist, but she like breaks down um, like the Kardashians and like their place <laughs> in like society. And it's like really, really, really like in depth and like really interesting. And I just like can't stop listening to it. But she talks about how like the Kardashians and like just like people on social media as a whole, like whenever we like, for the most part, not all the time, whenever we're like taking photos or we're posting things on social media, it's kind of like we're staging memories. And she was talking about this in the terms in like when we're looking at, you know, for example, I see, I'm seeing so many like, I'm on like marriage TikTok also, I don't know why, but I'm seeing all these like weddings and they're like posing specific ways or getting like specific dresses that like match this like idealized theme, like whatever's popular at the time. So like, you know, like 2020, 2021, I was like, this like disco cowboy like <laughs> vibe. And so like, I'm seeing like bachelorette parties and it's like, you know, these women that look like they're having like a lot of fun, but I'm like, I can only imagine what it took to like pose and like make that like, you know, like the staging behind all of it. Yeah. And so um, the woman was like talking about like this whole idea of like, we're taking these photos to like fabricate memories you know what I mean? And so, like, I was thinking about, like, back in college where I would look back at, like, my photos from, like, when I was, like, at a frat party. Like, everything was, like, super gross, super hot, super sweaty. I was miserable. Like, me and my friends probably went there for 15 minutes. We were on our phones for the most part. And then we are like, okay, like, let's even, like, get food somewhere else because we're miserable. But we took, like, 20 photos at these parties. And I remember look when I graduated looking back at these photos and being, like, oh my god like this was so much fun like I wish I could go back to it and I'm like that that wasn't real like I never felt like that you know so it just feels like what you were talking about before about like chasing this like fake feeling like then you look back at these like old photographs and you're like I want to live like that again and it's like that wasn't real and this feeling that I'm chasing you know for the future isn't real either Mm -hmm. like what's real is right now yes yeah that's so true and like I always think of these clips like cinematic cinematic clips with like music in the background of like somebody walking along the beach and I'm like and I feel like I even start getting emotional because of the feeling of the music and I'm like this is it and then I'm walking on the beach and don't get me wrong it's amazing I feel so at peace but I'm not gonna have this like huge aha moment of realization and my Mm -hmm. life is going to change in everything that I do. I'm like, can we just relax and not find like, oh my God, this event has to change my life. And it was all these things. I'm like, average, let's just go for average. Yeah, exactly. And it's like so interesting when you're, what you just said about like, like this moment has to change my life. Like, I feel like, again, like this like desire to like always, you know, go to the next thing. Like, even like the little moments in life right now, you have to be like, okay, like what is this going to like lead to in the future? Like, what does this like specific moment mean for me? Like in the yes. context of my future self. And it's like, what about now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, even exactly. like the traveling stuff I'm doing, I'm like, Oh, this is going to like be so beneficial for me in the future. And it's like, okay, like 
who cares about that stuff? Why? Like, like, right. Like, it's not even, like, you know, it's not even real right now. Yeah. And that kind of can, that, like, leads me into one of the points that I know that I wanted to talk to you about is the idea of that pressure of feeling like we have to be interesting that our life, that our personality, that our stories have to be interesting and that we have to put up this, not persona, but just like the way that we interact with the world. It's like, how can I be my most interesting self? So when we were talking about that before we recorded the episode, what was like going through your mind? Like what is what is that pressure of feeling, of being interesting means to you? Yeah, it was actually so funny because it came to me when I was, planning my photo dump for Instagram because I was like, wow, I haven't posted since the new year. And I was like, oh, like I need to find like the best photos or like the funniest photos to just like really, you know, encapsulate how I was like, how I've been feeling these last couple of months because like truly knock on wood, like <laughs> I felt, I've been feeling like really, really good and like happy um and I was like well I need to like show the world that like I'm feeling good and I'm feeling happy and then I was like thinking I was like who cares like why do I have to one prove that to anyone that I am like feeling good feeling happy and then at the same time like why am I spending so much time trying to pick which photos I'm going to include in a photo dump on Instagram <laughs> to like show to everyone that like oh yeah like I am fine I'm going out I have friends like even though you know like I'm living at home in the suburbs of New Jersey like mm -hmm. I'm still going out I'm still seeing my friends like I'm having a good time mm -hmm. and it was just making me think a lot about like you know how so many so so much of my life has been again like trying to like chase or like create this persona that like 100% like has been on me that I'm like this like super fun and super interesting person which at the same time like yes that is part of me but like I'm also multifaceted <laughs> like like no one's life is going to be yeah. fun like 24/7 yeah you know what I mean? Like every day, every month is going to look different. And like, that's okay. Yeah. And I feel like also this idea for me, at least feeling like I have to have these interesting stories is often connected to stories that are actually like either humiliating or that they're like not fun. And like, for example, I think about dating because I'm like in a very committed relationship and for years and I hear all these like scary dating stories or like funny like dating stories. And I'm like, wow, I don't have those. Like, should I be having those? And I'm like, why? Why do you want scary dating stories or like funny, mm -hmm. humiliating ones? Like, no, first of all, I'm like happy in my relationship. And even if I wasn't in a relationship, I don't want to actually go through that. But yet there is a part of it that is like humor using humor in these situations that can be scary or that they're like ridiculous is fun. You know, I love listening to people like use the humor to explain. I use humor to talk about my own either trauma or hardships or whatever. And it's necessary, but it almost romanticizes them sometimes where then, you know, for example, with drinking, I know with drinking one, it's like having all these drunk, crazy stories it's almost like you want to gather these, like how much, how it's like a, comp not competition, but it's like how many of these stories 
do you have? And how many do I have that I can share? Yeah, no, 1000%. Like I relate to everything that you just said. Like I just remember like in college, like I started dating around and <laughs> like I won't get into too much detail about that because <laughs> God forbid my mom like listens to this or just like whatever. Um, but like it wasn't fun at all, but it like became part of my personality or just like who I who I was to like my friends, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, like, like your denim and you have like a bunch of hoes or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, you're like dating around, you know, like you have like all, you talk to all these people, you know, whatever. And it becomes part of your personality. It became part of my personality. And like, that's just like also a terrible thing to attach to you. Like how many people like you can, you know, attract or be with, it was just awful. And then once I graduated college or like towards the end of my senior year where I started dating Jason, like my current partner, I almost had to like mourn that like part of me, which Mm -hmm. I didn't even really like. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't like, you know, like thinking back to it, like before I was like, oh yeah, I got to do it for the story. Like, haha, like this is so funny. This is exactly what I used to do in my twenties. But I was miserable that entire time. Like I did not want to be like, you know talking to these men or like dating them and like I was truly just like not respecting like the boundaries I wanted Mm. to put myself and just kept like pushing myself just because I wanted to have like a good story or like something interesting that I could say because I didn't want to be quote-unquote boring like I wanted to have something like a funny story to say like when you're playing like I don't know like never have I ever like I was like, well, I want to be, yeah. I want to be the one to put like the most fingers, fingers down. I'm like, who cares? Like, it's not funny. Oh like God. a stupid game like that. Cause I've thought about that too. It's like, I'll, it's yeah. Then literally never have I ever, it's like, Oh, how many cool stories, like a ridiculous, quirky or humiliating, scary stories. Can I like put my finger down to? Yeah. And it's like, I like, it's terrible yeah. to think like that, but like it, you know? Yeah. It's there and it's real. Yeah. It reminds me of, because I know you read it, the book, um, Everything I Know About Love, that she does talk a lot about this, how she, you know, she talks about in her 20s, how she grappled with Mm -hmm. drinking a lot and how that became her personality. Her personality became like, she is a friend that gets crazy drunk and does crazy things and like sleeps with people. And it became part of her that her friends also expected her to do. And she felt this pressure of, well, now I have to act this way because this is how people know me and this is what people like about me and this is what interesting. And she had to do this work to deconstruct that basically. And I feel like that 100% of when I was in college of wanting to have this personality of like Zamira is the fun friend who like gets drunk and she does like funny stories and everybody's like laughing at her. And I'd find myself getting really drunk and trying to do things to make people laugh. Because Mm -hmm. I quickly, I also feel like I quickly romanticized like a lot and I'm still trying to get this out of my mind of like being drunk and doing stupid things. Like let's get really fucked up and go to the city at like 3 a.m. Or let's get really fucked up and like run around the city and do stupid shit and maybe fall and whatever. This like romanticized (laughs) version. And like I've been there, I've done that. And now it's a story that I tell. But then I remember the day after being like, why would I do that? And the shame and the hangover and the feeling of like, I don't even like this. This is not even part of me. 
but having to fight against the feeling of like, well, are you being boring because you don't really get drunk yeah. anymore? Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. And like, I feel like this is all very tied to like people pleasing also. Mm. It's like, I'm like, oh, like I need to like act in this specific way or I need to do these certain things so that everyone else around me, like, like I'm able to like fit this idea that I like 100% I created, like this person I created. Yeah. But, like, then I feel like, oh, if I don't act, if I don't fulfill this, like, persona, then I'm, like, letting people down. It's, like, my friends do not care if I'm belligerent, blacked out, drunk. They don't care, like, who I'm dating, who I'm sleeping with. Like, they don't care about those things. They just want me to be happy. Yeah. That pressure is coming from myself only. Yeah. And, like, it's so hard to, like, also, like, one of my, like, best friends, Claire, if you're listening to this hello (laughs) but I remember like being like 20 years old and we were roommates in DC for a summer and she was like we're talking about this a lot and I remember like feeling like I was like I don't know who I am anymore like I don't want to do like half these things that like I've been doing but I feel like they're like part of my personality like I like that this is a thing that's like like setting me different setting myself different from everyone else and it's just like even if it's not necessarily healthy for me I still want to do it because like it makes me seem interesting for other people and she was like well then I'm like you just have to always remember that like we always try to put ourselves in these boxes like we want to like always like remain like static all the time so like if I consider myself outgoing and everyone sees me as outgoing then that means in my head I always will be like, okay, I need to do, like, I need to be outgoing. I need to do, like, what would an extrovert do? And then in moments where I'm like, oh, I'm really tired. Like, I don't want to go out. Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Like, that's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm not, like, extroverted or outgoing or friendly. It just means that at this moment, I don't want to do that. And that's okay. Yeah. Like, you're multifaceted. We're not, like, you know, we don't have to stay in one specific, like, trait for the the rest of our lives like that's just not real I feel like also with things like traits such as like you are the funny one or you are the outgoing one there's a lot of pressure with that of always having to meet that energy level and feeling like if you're the funny one then I can't be mad or I can't be sad because I don't want to be the Debbie Downer and everybody's gonna be like come on but you're like the one that always makes jokes and it's like no you know I don't Mm -hmm. I'm not always like this and I don't always want to be like this and you end up also resenting that part of you. But I wanted to ask you, okay, with however comfortable you are with sharing this, so like share as much as you want, but what's like a story of when you were in college or it can be for the past few months that in your head is like, oh, this is a funny, interesting story that you've told a lot to be like, you see, I'm cool. Like a never have I ever story. But then you stop and you think about it and you're like, I was miserable. This is like actually not cute at all. Like I didn't even want to do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have a couple that come to my head, but I definitely cannot say this on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so you could. I would, no, I would literally <laughs> be shunned from society <laughs> and my family. Fair. Fair. The family part, I feel like, is the, <laughs> is the important so, one. But I think like what you were saying before about like the drinking mm-hmm. aspect of it. So I remember like my sophomore year of college. I had gotten a job on campus and it was like, everyone was like, I felt really cool. And I still think everyone's really cool. And it was like one of my favorite jobs I've ever had. And they always did like this like yearly party. So 
I remember I went to the party. I went by myself. And, like, I was like, whatever. Like, I'll hang out with people there. Like, it'd be fun. And I just remember getting, like, so belligerent. (laughs) It was just, like, and, like, everyone was. So it wasn't necessarily, like, the fact that, like, what I was doing was necessarily, like, embarrassing or, like, you know, like, too much outside of, like, what everyone else was doing. But I just remember, like, I remember, like, I fell on the floor at one point. Like, I remember, like, I went to my boss and I was like, you want to watch you put, like, my fist in my mouth? Like, watch this. (laughs) And, like, what? Like, I'm, like, cringing, like, thinking about it. And, like, you know, at the time, it was, like, funny. Like, everyone was like, oh, my God, haha!" Like, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't, like, no one took it any specific way. And, like, I didn't mean it in any specific way. Like, I was just, like, drunk and wanted to be funny and, like, stuff. And then I remember, like, one of my friends who was, like, completely sober the whole time. She was like, oh, like, then I'm like, I'll take you home. And I was like, okay. And I remember she, like, took me to her car. And I remember looking at it and being like, it's a small car, but it'll do. Like, what? (laughs) She's literally said that? Yes, I said that to her. And I was like, and I'm just like, why would I say that to someone? Wait, that, that's like, so funny. You're like, eh, it's not my limo. Li- limo. It's not my limo. But I'll do. It'll do. I'm okay with it. Like, thank you back to it. Like, she was, like, laughing. Like, it was fine. Like, we talked, like, whatever. Like, we, like, laugh about it, like, to this day. It was just like, why would I say that? And then I remember, like, getting home, vomiting, like, so much. Because I was just drinking. Like, I drink way, way too much. And then I remember, like, laying down, like, on my couch in my, like, room because I didn't want to, like, disturb my roommate and, like, having the trash can next to me. And you know what I mean? Like, in my head, like, the whole time, every time I thought about it, I was like, oh, yeah, fun, ha, 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 like, like, typical college story. And, like, a part of me still thinks of it like that. Like, I don't, like, I'm not necessarily, like, embarrassed a lot. Like, I still think back to it. I think it's funny. But, like, it's also, like, a why did I get to that point or allow myself to get to that point when in reality, like if I'm just like talking about this, like any person, they'd be like, you probably had a problem and you needed to calm down or chill out. You know what I mean? Like I I couldn't do that at this age and people like not get mad at me. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's the thing too. It's like, because when you're in college, you can get away with so many things like society in a way, or like people are like, well, this is just the time to do it. Which in part, I'm like, I don't know if that's good for us to think that way. Because then it's like, when are we ever going to be able to do this? Like, drink as much as you can. And it's like, I, you know, I never had a problem with alcohol. But there was many times that I went over my limit for like, literally no reason. And like, for um, a lot of times, I just didn't realize. But it's just, it's not fun. And I think it's also realizing like, again, if you drink now, and you get drunk, like, it's fine. It's fine. The problem is when you feel this pressure of like, that's what will make me interesting. And that's what I should be doing. And I'm gonna get like, blacked out, because it's fun. And then you realize you're like, no, like the fact that I there's like parts of a night years ago that I don't remember. That's not good. That's not yeah. good, you know, and I I have to fight that against that now because a lot of times, like, if I go, I don't really go out anymore, but if I go out to bar, now I, a lot of times I don't even drink, I'll get, like, sparkling water, but it, I have to fight against that, like, thing in my head of, no, you're not boring, like, you don't want to do this, and it does help that I feel like a lot of my friends around me feel the same way, so we're like, mm-hmm. let's just have a dinner party and, like, be fairy theme and flowers, <laughs> 
So I'm going to rat. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I think like I'm also like so grateful now to have like friends who like feel similarly. Like we can still like like I love going out. Like I love like partying stuff. Like you know, like once a month. Not like how I used to do yeah. it. But like like a once a month like good going out where like I'm dressing up. And, like, you know, I'm drinking and get a little drunk. That's fun. Where I'm, like, dancing, doing fun stuff with my friends like that. I love doing that. But I also feel, like, so grateful that I don't, like, I'm not with people who are, like, okay, shot. Another shot. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to keep going. And it's, like, no. Like, we're just going to, you know what I mean? Keep going. See where the night takes us. And, like, it's okay at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. So, yeah, I'm, like, so... I'm so grateful. I know. I think back in like college, this is so American too. This shit does not happen. And I mean, obviously a lot of people drink, they drink a lot in Spain and they party so hard. Mm-hmm. I don't get how people can go out at like 1 a.m. and go back home at 6 a.m. But that's just not me. Yeah. Could not be me. I feel like I went out at like 8 p.m. and I'd be in bed by 2 and I'm like, yeah, this is perfect. But anyway, the idea of like the party's like fifth and a friend or like beer beer uh case racist where it's like who can drink the most amount of like beer who can drink the fastest a fifth of vodka i'm sorry what no we're uh, we're asking for death no literally i'm like i value my life too much (laughs) like i can't like i like i okay honestly maybe i shouldn't say this considering like the top like how we're talking about it right now but i'm like a little impressed by people who can drink like that and like not like die oh no but like yeah also i don't want anyone to do that like that's please don't do those things but it's also like no fair Jesus. it is like how because i would die i would yeah. die no 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 yeah, i no. think most people will so <laughs> No, I don't know why he said it. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, I think most people cannot hold a fifth, and we shouldn't. Arguably, we, we shouldn't. shouldn't. We shouldn't. I don't think, like, cavemen, when, like, I don't know. Like, I just don't think that they were, like, I don't know, Neanderthals were, like, developed to be, like, let me, like, go to, like, a disgusting frat basement with all these, like, Neanderthals? You know, <laughs> Neanderthals were, like. They had yeah, frats back me- then? Yeah, let me evolve. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we got flying cars, but we're, like, drinking fifths with our hands duct taped together to a random man that we don't know (laughs) and drinking the entire thing. And, like, all these germs are on the basement floor. And, you know what I mean? Like, and this is fun. That's the thing. The worst part is, well, not the worst part, but there was parts of it that was fun. (laughs) That was fun. Like, honestly, like, a part of it was fun thinking back into it, you know? But it's also so dangerous. It's just we're getting old. Like, our, like, frontal lobes are, like, forming now. So we're just like, how dare you? That's why I'm fully, like, leaving that there. Like, okay, Zamira did that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean she still has to do that. Or she exactly. should. You know? That's the thing. That's why it's hard. <laughs> it's because it's, like, you can see that it's horrible. But there's a part of it that is also fun. And there's a part of me that it's, like, I feel like I had to go through that. You have to. I don't know. I feel like weird mixed feelings about it. I'm not condoning to do it. I'm not condoning not to do it. I don't know what I'm condoning. I'm not condoning anything. Yeah. It was just a fact, a matter of fact that I like literally as a freshman stole pictures from a frat house from the walls and I still have them in my like diary. Yeah. And I just think it's funny to look back. I'm like, why did I do that? I don't know. It's funny. 
You know, you know what? In this whole podcast episode, we're not offering any advice. We're just <laughs> please don't take any of our advice. But like, honestly, like you have to do it. Like at some point, like you know, if you feel a desire to just ex- like experience this part of your life, like I think you should. You know, safely, safely. Yeah, but maybe don't. There's you don't have to drink to the fifth. You don't have to drink. You don't have to drink it all. A couple shots, maybe. Yes. You know? A couple, just it. That's all you need. Just a couple shots. And You don't have to chug a like, four loco. This whole episode, like... <laughs> I don't know where this is going. I don't know where this is going either. But again, don't listen to us because we're just 24 and figuring it out. But I do think, like, a part of, like, life is just, like, you know, experiencing certain parts mm-hmm. and then being like, you know what? I'm never going to do that again. You know? Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. You know? You experience no, it. 100%. Again, like you said, leave it in the past. That is old <laughs> conclusion. Denim, leave it in the past. <laughs> Going back to the pressure of feeling interesting, apart from the this idea of having to, like, maybe drink and dating around is what makes you interesting and all these things, I feel that way, too, about, like, what I am doing with my life, my day-to-day, that when somebody asks me, it's like, so, what, you're, what are you doing? I have this pressure that... I'm just putting onto myself. I do think externally there's some pressure um, because of how we've defined success. But again, I don't have to feel this way. And this is something that I'm doing right now to to deconstruct my brain or to rewire my brain not to think this way. But I feel like I have to explain what I'm doing in like an interesting way, you know? Instead of just being like, I'm just happy living in my house and in the mountains and I teach classes and sometimes I go on auditions and acting sometimes it is rough, you know? Instead, I feel like I have to, like, dazzle it and, like, put glamour in what I'm doing. And I'm like, why? That's stupid. Yeah. No, I definitely feel you on that. Like, I even feel it, too, with, like, my, like, job. And, like, I'm so grateful for, like, my job. I love it. But it's also, like, always thinking about, like, what's next, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, okay, like, like I'm just never settled yeah. anywhere, it feels. Um, And I'm like, okay, like how can I do more here? And like, how can like, I get like the next promotion or like, how can like I grow and advance instead of being like, you know what? I'm okay. Like being 24, you know, being where I am right now for like another year or two and just like have like having a life like outside of work or like, you know, like doing things that are fun that are just like specific to me that I want to like learn and enjoy and, and, like, that's okay. To your point, also, like, I feel like the need to, like, be interesting or, like, when people are like, oh, what are you doing? I feel like that then, like, adds in, like, an extra pressure about, like, what hobbies I can pursue. Mm-hmm. Because then it's, like, I want to do, like, a fun hobby. Like, I don't yeah. want to be, like, oh, yeah, I just, like, read or, like, I'm coloring and that's <laughs> it. Like, I'm, like, let me, like, I don't know, do, like, some, like, cool little class or something. Yeah. And I'm, like, do I even want to do that? I yeah. don't want to do it. Yeah. There's no need for me to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing I have, like, an interest and I'm always pro, like, trying something new. Yeah. But, like, I want to be able to do it because I want to do it, not because it's going to give me a good story after. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Pivoting a little bit to 
another topic that I wanted to ask you about and talk to you about, I know is the relationships. This is something that in the podcast we've talked a lot about romantic friendship, relationship with others, how we are realizing a lot of our own patterns and how we work and how we are in a way redefining the relationships that we have around us. We're starting to have conversations about boundaries, about behaviors that maybe we don't like and in ourselves or others. And something, you know, that you had mentioned to me is that idea of like that you maybe hold yourself to such high standards that are maybe not good or healthy or realistic and then holding everybody else and expecting them to act that way as well. Yeah, without like ever communicating anything (laughs) to anyone also. Yeah, no, I like am so highly critical of myself and I feel like I've always been to like a certain degree. Like I feel like as as I've gotten older, it's gotten like a little bit worse, you know? Um, Especially with just like so much added pressure of like, this is where you need to be in life right now. And, you know, in constant comparison to others. So I've just become like so highly critical of myself. And then whenever I'm trying, you know, build relationships with people or like deepen my relationships with others, I will also like hold people to the high standards that I hold myself to. And then when I recognize, oh, they're not like reaching those standards or whatever, I become so resentful mm-hmm. of them and for like no reason, no reason at all. And then I realize how often it has like prevented me from like having deeper relationships. I've recognized this like in my family also because I feel like my parents are also people who are like, you know, the one time that you do something wrong, like you're cut off, like we're not mm-hmm. dealing with you anymore. And so I realized like, as I've gotten older, I'm like, wow, like there are so many times where like, I've like met someone and like, if they do like one wrong thing that like, I can end up like holding a grudge when, because I like hold myself to these high standards. So I'm holding these people to high standards instead of just like, you know, having a conversation, you know, confronting the problem or just being like, yeah. I feel a specific way. Or, like, getting to a point where, like, I'm able to recognize how I'm feeling or why I may feel a specific way. Yeah. And then having that, like, deepen the relationship. Because, like, confrontation doesn't mean, like, your relationship's going to shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? The opposite. It's not. (laughs) It's the opposite, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. I feel like also with what you were saying, I totally relate. And holding yourself to these standards, again, a lot of the times are unhealthy. Like I feel like in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm willing to drop everything and do all these things for you. Wouldn't you do that for me too? And I'm like, hold on. First of all, they don't owe you that. Second of all, you haven't expressed that. And third of all, maybe you being Like there's a difference, obviously within limits, like for my friends, for the people I love, I would do so much. And like, if something happens, I'm going to be there for you. But that idea of like, no matter what, like, yeah, it's an inconvenience, but I'll like go and get a bus an hour away to go and see you. You should do that for me too. It's like, again, nobody's asking you to do that. And also you having that maybe is not good. You, that you're able or willing to do that. Maybe that just means that you don't have your boundaries set that you don't have, again, those clear boundaries and that that other person maybe does and you should respect that. And that doesn't mean that they don't care about you. That doesn't mean that they're not willing to do something for you or that they love you. But if you haven't expressed that, you shouldn't expect that from other people too. Like just because you can do it doesn't mean everybody else can or should or that they have to do it. Right. 
And I think it's also that point is also interesting because I think, and I was just thinking about the TikTok I sent you before too, mm-hmm. about also like recognizing like why, like what is the reason why you're doing, like you're willing to do these certain things. If you're like, oh yeah, like I'm willing to like drive four hours to see you for a day if you're like, you're feeling bad, right? What part of that is coming from like, like this people pleasing need where you're like, oh, I want to do this to also like fulfill my ego Mm -hmm. to make me realize like, oh, I'm a great friend. Like I'm a good person versus like this like inherent need to be like, no, I actually want to do this to help my friend out. Because when my desire to do something comes from that feeling of like, no, I actually need to do like, I want to do this for my friend. This is not a bother at all. Then I'm not necessarily expecting it from other people. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm doing this purely because, like, I want to help someone right. else. And, like, again, like, even if the desire is, like, oh, I need to, like, I'm going to do this because, you know, like, I would want this to, like, be done for me. Like, that's not necessarily, like, a malicious no. thought mm-hmm. in any way. But it becomes, like, you know, this whole, like, manipulation, like, as it was, like, right. talked on the TikTok. And I'm going to butcher it. So, like, I know that feels, like... Like the whole, the, what the TikTok was saying, I'm going to butcher like everything, like in all the nuance and everything. It just basically but... like talked about how the TikTok that you send me was talking about how people pleasing with usually the person who are people pleasers, they don't do this with malice, but it could be at times a bit manipulative for the other person. Because yeah. again, you didn't communicate what you needed. They didn't ask you to do that. And then you're putting a lot of pressure and like responsibility onto the other person that they shouldn't have. And I feel like, of course, helping somebody is going to make you feel good. And I do think there's a part of that ego that is healthy. Like I, you know, it makes me feel good to help my friends. And I think that is positive. But again, it shouldn't be taken to a point where I'm just doing this to make myself feel good. And that way I will get something in return. Like that's where also you have to really be careful with like what there's intentions with that. And I think something I know that we've talked about and something that I've had to remind myself so much and has been such a constant thing that comes up as I get better with conflict and expressing my needs is like people are not mind readers and I cannot expect them to read my mind. You know, I cannot expect them to understand or to know that I need them come up to me and give me a hug right now. I need them to call me. I need them to mm, apologize. All of these things, like it is not fair for me to expect that from somebody. Obviously, within reason, there are times, you know, where somebody else does need to do the work. And especially if you talked about it and that person isn't changing, then maybe reconsider the relationship. But if there has been no previous conversation about it, then how are they supposed to know? Yeah, no, 100%. And like, I feel like that with like, Jason, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's, I feel like there's so many times where I'll just be like, quiet, or like in the car and like, I'm like, turned to the window and you know (laughs) I'm like why hasn't he asked me if I'm like okay right now like oh he obviously doesn't care and he's like I literally thought you were sleeping or I just thought you were like quiet or just didn't want to talk or like you know what I mean like no one knows like he doesn't know like it's not fair to again like for anyone really Mm -hmm. regardless if it's a romantic or like regular friendship like I remember like being in like middle school or like even like beginning of high school where I would just like go like three days without talking to someone and being like I wonder if they're gonna like check in on me (laughs) like what and it's like this need of like being like wanted or being cared for yeah that's like the underlying you know like the pick me desire without like yes (laughs) you're like oh I'm sad 
It's like the it's sigh. Like yeah, it's like the sigh that, ah. Oh. <sighs> Is anybody going to ask? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you're fine. Yeah, like, literally. you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is nice to like have somebody do things without you asking. But again, to get to that point in a relationship or a friendship or any relationship, you have to have like established conversations beforehand. Like, you know, I think yeah. about living with somebody, dividing chores. I think feel like that's something, especially when I lived with my friends, there were, we didn't really establish a conversation from the beginning of like, hey, this is how we should divide. This is how we go about it. It was just like, well, we don't want to bring up the topic because we don't want to bother anybody. And it created like a very passive aggressive yes. environment where then everybody's like wishing that the other person would do this, but not really saying it. And then getting to the point where then we're like mad and then it comes out in a really wrong way, you know? And I yeah. feel like, well, I wish I didn't have to ask you to clean the bathroom. And I'm like, well, maybe there should be an established conversation beforehand of like how are we going to go about this yeah no 100 and also like recognizing that like everyone comes from different backgrounds yes you know what i mean i've lived with people who like every like sunday like their parents like made them clean the bathroom and like you know sparkling like how to do all this extra stuff you know because that was what they had to do i've lived with people who like never once touched a toilet never once like knew how to clean it you know because their parents always did it mm-hmm. like I've had I've been with people who like like would do it like once a month but like just didn't notice things and it's like it's fine either way but like unless you have those conversations with someone regardless if you think that they're like your best friend or not because I think that's yeah. the other thing it's like oh I just always assume like I like this person so they must think similarly to me like that's just simply not true yeah you know mm-hmm Exactly. And like your beliefs, your standards, the way you look at the world, obviously is not going to be the way that everybody else looks at the world. And whether you're at work with your friends, with your partner, with your family, you cannot expect them to read your mind for better or for worse. Like, again, there's a lot of times where people will count on you not bringing things up so they can get away with it. So you have to learn to bring things up, you know, because in my mind, I'm like, well, I think, you know, I know that this is wrong. Like you should bring it up. I would bring it up. But that person, even if they know it's wrong, is probably like, listen, if they're not bringing it up, I'm not even going to think about it. So it's like (laughs) for your own sake, too, you know, you have to hold yourself and other people accountable and having those conversations is going to make it easier for you. Because I feel like I struggle that a lot now in like a workplace setting boundaries, all these things that it's like, you're fucking yourself over and you have to learn this lesson the hard way, clearly. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, like, I think especially, like, I work remotely for an organization that, like, I think is, like, amazing and, like, I really do love the work I do. But, like, a big part of it is, like, everyone's probably just assuming that I'm working, you know, like, nine to five, you know, because that's what they see, like, remotely, Mm -hmm. you know? If I'm, like, working from like 9 to 11 p.m. but I'm like you know schedule sending emails or like scheduling slacks or something they're not gonna know that I'm working that late at night so if I keep saying yes I'm gonna do this project yes I'm gonna do this project and like I'm like yeah I'm pumping it out because I'm staying late like I'm working 12 hour days they're just like oh wow like this project's getting done done so fast let's give her more projects I'm not respecting myself and my boundaries to be like no, actually, I can't do this because I'm working really late already with the work I'm doing. And I actually need to take some things off my plate. And like being direct is being kind, you know, yeah. being open, being honest, it's being kind. As long as you're not, you know, you're not being an asshole about it. There's obviously. ways to communicate things. Right. But like, that's also another thing. Maybe that's another podcast episode. <laughs> but you have to be honest and yeah. open. That's so true. Yeah. 
That's true because, again, it's not fair for you, but it's not fair for the other people either. And that's the thing. A lot of the times mm-hmm. your boss, your the people around you are not asking you to do that. That's something that you're choosing to put yourself yeah. in a situation that's not necessary, you know? Yeah. So it's like being open, having those conversations, like this is what, like, what I want. You know, it bothers me more if people aren't going to express these things. And it's interesting because I feel like for me, when I see another person like expressing something to me, I'm like, thank you. And then I have such a hard time expressing it. And I'm like, No, but this is actually so helpful for them and for me. Like you're creating a better environment by doing this. That is not like this passive aggressiveness of like, "Um, I don't want to bother, but like, are you okay? Like just all the, like walking on eggshells constantly. It's exhausting. Yeah, really. Yeah. Really exhausting. I love when people like come to me and they're like, oh, I want to talk about this. I'm like, yes, please. Like I never care. Not that I don't care, but like. I always like welcome it with open arms and I feel like when we were younger like I feel like I was always doing that (laughs) like maybe like definitely to a point where it was somewhat too aggressive where I'd be like oh I need to talk about this like (laughs) I'll like you said this you know and like now I feel like I've switched so much where I'm like so anxious like bringing anything up to anyone Mm -hmm. having to find like that common ground of being like you know I'm not gonna like if you say something that upsets me, I'm not going to, like, let it sit and, like, build resentment yeah. on it. Like, let's just talk about it, you yeah. know? Like, let me know where you're coming from. Like, let me tell you where I'm coming from. And then, like, everything will be fine at the yeah. end, you know? Because we love each other. And that's the only way you build relationships is by, like, talking things out. Like, yeah. conflict is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Like, how long your relationship lasts and, like, how deep it goes is based on how you're able to handle those conflicts. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, very interesting. I know we're, it's an interesting time to explore all of that and being like, hit. I don't know, I'm, I feel like I'm having like new discoveries every day that maybe I'll tell an adult or, or my mom or something. She's like, yeah, that is life. And I'm like, no, but I'm like <laughs> figuring this out now. <laughs> yeah. But do you have any last thoughts about your 20s, about being 24, about any stories, anything you want to share? Yeah, I mean, like I said, any of my thoughts here might change within like the next three months. And I think that's like kind of fun Yeah, that we're kind of like memorializing it in like this like, in, you know, like low stakes way where uh-huh. I'm just like, oh yeah, like I can't wait to see like how I feel like next year mm-hmm. and like how things have changed. And I'm just really excited. And like, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on. It was lovely to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Of course.